I'm Addie Lowen. Here's your Steinbeck Online Daily News for Wednesday, March 3rd. Kurt Lowen, a former fire chief of the City of Steinbeck Fire Department, has passed away. And those who served with him remember him well. Connor Gerbrandt has more. He was a very progressive chief. Fire was in his DNA. Steinbeck's current fire chief, Kelvin Tave, says Kurt was instrumental in moving fire safety forward. He was real. He was genuine. He uh, didn't play any games. If you did something wrong, he would tell you. One of Kurt's relatives, Mark Lowen, also fought fires alongside the old chief and upholds him as a good and proactive leader. Equipment became quite a bit better under his leadership. Education became more formal. The hierarchy of how we were organized with chiefs and captains and lieutenants, that all happened under Kurt. Kurt passed away on Sunday and his funeral will be held at a later date. He is survived by a wife, three children and many grandchildren. I'm Connor Gerbrandt. And a woman from La Brocrie is one of 25 people who was selected to be on the Canadian Agricultural Youth Council. Chantelle Golliker grew up in northwestern Ontario. However, she has been living in La Brocrie for a while now, working for High Life. Golliker says there were over 800 applicants to be part of the Canadian Agricultural Youth Council from ages 18 to 30. She explains why she applied in the first place. I have experience in both commercial and academic research across a variety of species. Um, I've worked with dairy, poultry, and now swine. And as a female scientist, I love seeing research innovations take hold in the industry and then use my skills to be able to look deeper into production systems and new areas of innovation. So I wanted to apply those skills that I use in my day-to-day life and be able to apply those to the issues that agriculture is facing in Canada. Gallagher says the Youth Council has three main goals right now to educate young people so they know where their food comes from and how it's made, to promote environmentally friendly farm practices, and to promote agricultural careers so that the industry will be in good hands moving forward. And after years of discussion and planning, the City of Steinbeck will be getting an Economic Development Officer. In fact, for a number of councillors, hiring an Economic Development Officer in Steinbeck was something they campaigned on in the last municipal election. This new Economic Development Plan is a pilot program. The City has committed to funding the program for five years at $65,000 a year, with the private sector matching that funding. Councillor Susan Penner says this is a very exciting step forward for Steinbeck. Uh, as members of the Community Development Corporation, the mayor and myself have been working with the chamber on this for about a year and a half. So to come to a, a plan that we can both agree with and both be excited about is something I'm looking forward to. An independent governing committee with representation from the community and the Chamber of Commerce will oversee the hiring process and set this new pilot program's strategic goals. And Stambach's MLA expects the provincial budget will be top of mind as members of the Legislative Assembly reconvene today for the first time this year. Reporter Connor Gerbrandt has more. In Kelvin Gertzen's experience, the spring session tends to place a special emphasis on budget balancing, and he expects the COVID-19 pandemic will only highlight the need for fiscal responsibility with what's going on with COVID in every province and every country in the world, having some struggles financially as a result of that. It is a budget that Manitobans are going to watch. One of the budget considerations on the docket is the ongoing need for a dialysis unit in Steinbeck. Kurtzen himself has been advocating to that end for some time, and he hopes to finally see some movement on the matter. That's exciting for Steinbeck. A dialysis unit has been needed for a long time in the southeast, and so we want to see progress on that. The legislature will reconvene at 1.30 p.m. today. I'm Connor Gerbrandt. 
And the Richer Fire Department has responded to two separate incidents along Highway Number 1 in the past 24 hours. Last night, around 7 o'clock, Fire Chief Chris Wilkins says his crews were dispatched to a vehicle that had spontaneously ignited just east of the community. Our best guess was that it was probably electrical. The guy was just driving along and smelled some smoke and pulled over and lifted his hood and things started burning. As nobody was injured, crews controlled traffic and cleaned up the scene as quickly as they could. Then, at 5 o'clock this morning, Wilkins says his crews were called to a location only a few kilometers west near the intersection of Highway 1 and PR. 302. A vehicle had rolled. We don't know how or what caused it, but by the time we got there, we were just doing traffic duty. Basically, the guy had already gotten himself out of the vehicle, and uh, the ambulance was there, and he got checked out by them. RCMP confirmed that the 22-year-old male driver from Whitemouth did sustain some injuries to his shoulder and was transported to hospital. And if it were not for functioning smoke detectors, a house fire just north of Lilac Resort this morning may have turned out very differently. There's two residents in, in the uh, in the home at the time, and they were awoken by their smoke alarms. That was the town of St. Anne Fire Chief John DeRoche, who says the building's two residents woke up in the blaring sound of alarms at around 1.30 this morning and realized their home was filled with smoke. The pair fled the building and contacted the fire department. We arrived to a house that was fully charged. Our crews uh, started an offensive attack, and we found a uh, fire in the basement. And relatively quickly, we were able to pull it out. Jeroche says the house will be salvageable, but was badly damaged by smoke and fire. And now to today's COVID-19 case count numbers. As public health officials confirmed this morning, there are 51 new cases of the virus in our province. Of those, three are in Steinbeck. As well, another three Manitobans with COVID-19 have died. All three lived in the Winnipeg Health Region. And with that, the province-wide state of emergency is being extended yet again in Manitoba. The state of emergency was first declared on March 20th of last year with respect to the COVID-19 pandemic. It should be noted that the state of emergency is entirely different from the new public health orders, which will take effect this coming Friday. The state of emergency will go into effect at 4 o'clock this afternoon and last for 30 days. Infrastructure Minister Ron Schuler says it is a preventative measure to help reduce the introduction and transmission of COVID-19 and its variants. Meanwhile, changes were announced today with respect to how the COVID-19 vaccine will be administered in Manitoba. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. Dr. Joss Reimer with Manitoba's Vaccine Implementation Task Force says based on information from the National Advisory Committee on Immunization, Manitoba will be delaying its second dose for all vaccines in order to give the first dose to more Manitobans. The reason for this decision at this time is based on what we're seeing in real-world conditions about the effectiveness of the vaccines that are currently authorized for use in Canada and around the world. These vaccines are providing a significant level of protection even after one dose. This means that uh, there is more of a clear advantage uh, to getting vaccine to more people sooner. The province will honour any second-dose appointments that have already been made. Dr. Reimer says their intent is to delay second-dose for up to four months, but will be monitoring the situation very carefully. I'm Shannon Duick. 
And now from the Steinbeck RCMP detachment, they need your help as they search for a male following an incident at the France Inn. The police obtained an endorsed warrant for Stephen Weeb on January 21st for mischief under $5,000 that happened at the France Inn. Police say his whereabouts are unknown. Anyone with information is asked to contact Steinbeck RCMP or Crime Stoppers. And a photo of Stephen Weeb can be found in the news story at SteinbeckOnline.com. And police continued to search for a car stolen in Steinbach last week. RCMP were notified on Friday that a grey 2005 Nissan Altima was stolen from a residence along Giesbrecht Street. The car has British Columbia license plate KG378D. Police say the vehicle was stolen Friday morning between 5 and 5.30 a.m. Anyone with information is asked to contact Steinbach RCMP or Crime Stoppers. And police have laid charges following a stabbing last weekend on the Rosa River First Nation. Manitoba First Nation's police service officers responded to a call at a residence Saturday evening and found a 32-year-old man laying on the ground in front of the residence with a knife in his back. The victim was attended to by emergency medical services and transported to Health Sciences Centre in Winnipeg, where he underwent surgery and was later reported to be in stable condition. A 35-year-old male suspect from the arm of Rhineland has been charged with aggravated assault and possession of a dangerous weapon. For details on these stories and more, including photos, full interviews and video, go to SteinbeckOnline.com. I'm Addie Lowen.